welcome to a new episode of Tune into Nature. I'm Karthik, a wildlife filmmaker, and I'm fascinated by the sounds of nature and wildlife and the stories they tell us. In this series, we explore and connect with nature through stories and sounds from wild places. And I hope these stories will inspire you to go out and enjoy nature in your own way. As a city that sits right on the coast, Dunedin has some of the most iconic beaches in Aotearoa, New Zealand. Many of these beaches are just a few minutes drive from the city centre and for many Dunedin neighbourhoods, the beach is right at the doorstep. Dunedin's beaches are home to endangered rare wildlife like New Zealand sea lions, yellow white penguins, little blue penguins and other seabirds. It's actually one of the few cities in New Zealand to have such a diversity of species so close to the city. The beaches are also a great spot to take dogs on a walk and this is where dogs and wildlife meet. Dogs can pose a threat to wildlife on the beach, especially to flightless birds like the penguins that do not have any defense against the dogs. These interactions are not only harmful to the wildlife but also to the dogs. So the Department of Conservation, also known as DOC in short, is raising awareness on how to share the beach safely with coastal wildlife. As a part of the Sea Week, they had an outreach event at St. Clair Beach, one of the beaches closest to city centre. And I went out there to catch up with the dock rangers about the event. So we're here um, as part of Sea Week. Um, um, we're here at St. Clair on the Esplanade, setting up an event for Lead the Way. Um, so Lead the Way is all about promoting good good uh, responsible dog ownership around our coastal wildlife and around all our wildlife. This is Richard Seed, ranger with the Department of Conservation. So we've been set up here from about 9.30 um, and we're now just after midday. Um, we're, we're kind of at this pinch point where the all dog walkers used to come down onto the beach, so it's been really good. Um, we've got the Dunedin City Council on board with us, um, their animal services team, we've got Keith here. Um, and they've also supplied a lot of the um, compostable dog poop bags, which people are very welcoming and <laughs> very happy to receive those bags because we always need them. Um, and then we've also got some dog treats and a few little interactive games just to, to, to bring people in. But generally, people are just really interested in... We've got some of the leads available here, uh, and people are really interested in the initiative and quite supportive. The, the key message for Lead the Way is... Um, that the space for each share the beach. So how to share the beach with, with these with the special wildlife. At a first glance, sleeping sea lions and fur seals can look like a big lump of seaweed or driftwood. They are so well camouflaged on the beaches. So scanning the area for wildlife is important. And once an animal is spotted, keeping safe distance is key. So the key messages there are uh, once you're within 20 within 20 meters of wildlife then this is the Dunedin um, DCC's bylaws. Um, once you're within 20 metres of wildlife, you need to have your dog on a lead. That's really important. Uh, with penguins, we actually say 50 metres, or even as soon as if there's a penguin in sight, that dog's got to be on a lead and under full control. To help dog owners learn about how to share the beach with wildlife, there is a little quiz. So there's only a handful of questions, and it's some fairly basic stuff, but stuff that you really need to know as a, as a dog owner. Uh, so how far do you have to be? from wildlife before you need your dog on a leash, and that's 20 meters. Um, think what, what's the best area of the beach to walk? So we talked about wet sand, wet sand walking. 
The wet sand part of the beach is closer to where the waves come in. This is the best place for dogs to walk on. Areas to be avoided include sand dunes that are further inland, where there will be sea lions resting or seabirds like the penguins nesting. Some other things are around um, just what, what the leads, what the colour coding of the leads means and how to, how to read some of the, the signage around the place which tells you when you need your dog on a lead, when you can have it off leash and when there's no dogs allowed. By doing the quiz, the dog owner becomes wildlife wise. They can then purchase a lead to show their support to wildlife protection. The leads come in different colours. Uh, once people have done the quiz, they get sent a link to a place where they can buy these colour-coded leads or bandanas. Uh, so we've teamed up with Traffic Light Bandanas for that. And that works by, there's four colours of lead that you can get. You can get a green lead, which is if your dog's really friendly and you're happy for dogs to, other dogs and people to come up and interact. There's yellow leads for deaf and blind dogs. Orange leads for the dogs that are a little bit cautious or a little bit weary. And then red leads for dogs that don't really like to socialise with other dogs or, or other people. You know, so on a windy day, you can't often shout if you're 30 metres away to the dog, like, oh, is that all right if our dogs, dogs interact? But I know if that person's walking along with a green lead, then it's fine for my dog to go and interact. Um, always just check a little bit first. And if they've got a red lead, for example, then I'll just keep my dog on leash and away from their dog. Richard has a golden retriever on a green lead by his side. We've got our dog here, who's a two-year-old golden retriever, and he's a very friendly dog, so he's wearing the green lead. Um, almost friendly to a fault, he will go and introduce himself to everyone and, and anyone, um, which is why it's good to know what other dogs are like before we, before we let him go and do that. But he's been quite good at uh, drawing, drawing people into today's event because he's, he's sat out front looking for some pats. The Lead the Way initiative aims to protect all coastal wildlife, including seagulls. Now, gulls are one of the most overlooked birds as they are noisy, mischievous and they seem to be everywhere. But two of the three New Zealand gull species are at risk with their numbers in decline. The black-billed gulls nest inland around rivers and are sometimes found on the coast in winter. They are one of the most endangered seagulls in the world. The more common red-billed gulls are found around cities and on beaches, but their population is also at risk with numbers decreasing each year. So having a safe coast is important for these seagulls that are unique to Aotearoa, New Zealand. One of the things we often see is people think it's okay for their dogs to chase red-billed gulls on the beaches. Um, it's really not for, for a few reasons. Um, firstly, there's that disturbance to, to the gulls is actually just not acceptable. It disturbs their natural patterns, um, can affect how they forage and, and how they provision their, their young. While most gulls can fly away, there's, you might have one that's lame, um, or it's already slightly injured and that goal can be, when you see it happen far too often, that goal will be killed by the dog. There's also the fact that if you encourage that beha behaviour around gulls, then what happens when you do come across a penguin or any flightless birds, then that, your dog's not going to know the difference, it's going to run straight up to the penguin and, and we see them, we do see them being killed way too often. Uh, it's, about, it's about respect for the animals as well. Um, you know, Red-billed gulls are a threatened species, just, just in the way that little penguins are, and they should be treated with the same respect. We do find this area where we are, St. Clair, with people, it's probably the place where we see a lot of the best behavior around um, dog ownership. Um, still some, some room for improvement, but generally you'll, you'll find if there's a sea lion on the beach, people are talking to, dog owners are talking to one another and saying, oh, watch out, 
sea lion 100 meters down the beach, so just put your dog on a lead. Um, and it's about trying to kind of expand that good behavior to everyone that's using this beach, St. Clair and St. Kilda, but also way out into other Dunedin beaches out on the peninsula and North Dunedin beaches, um, right up to Waikowadi, the, the, the whole range really. The Lead the Way program started in Dunedin and with the great response from the public, the initiative is now being picked up nationwide. Before wrapping up, I asked Richard about his message for the Sea Week. I guess we'll promote that message of that there's, there's space for each, so share the beach. Um, we're pretty blessed in, in Dunedin to have this coastal wildlife. We're also blessed to have so many beautiful beaches to walk our dogs and we can make that work in perfect harmony, just with a bit more awareness. You're listening to Tune Into Nature with me, Karthik. We will be back with more nature sounds and stories, so do subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. If you like this episode, please leave a rating and share your comments. You can do this on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or on our Facebook page, Tune Into Nature Podcast. You can learn more about Lead the Way initiative and take the quiz online. Head over to doc.govt.nz. That's doc.govt.nz. More details and links in the description. This podcast is supported by Otago Regional Council's Eco Fund. Thanks to Otago Access Radio. Thanks to Professor Nancy Longnecker from the Department of Science Communication, University of Otago. Music for this podcast is from Blue Dot Sessions. This is Karthik signing off. Thanks for listening. Have a good one.